You'd think identity management and securing PII would be top priorities given some of the egregious data breaches that have occurred recently. Indeed, according to a recent survey conducted by Ideology on consumer digital identity, they are. I'm Nick Holland, and today I'm speaking with John Dansu, CEO at Ideology. So John, in the press release for this new report, you're quoted as saying, we've reached a turning point in how consumers view and value identity verification. What do you mean by that? Well, I think when you look at what's happened over time, and I know I've gotten a little numb to some of all these notifications that we've gotten on data breaches in the mail. So unless it was something where your identity got stolen um, and it was personal, you just kind of ignored all these breaches that have happened over the last decade or so. But in the last 12 to 18 months, I believe there's really been heightened um, awareness of what's going on with your identity. And there's some factors that have basically helped that. So one is we've had more breaches. They've had stronger news cycles, right, relative to the, the publicity of those. And we've also had um, new things that have happened with identities. So, for instance, if you look at the um, non, you know, non-U.S. states basically buying election ads and trying to influence the U.S. election, you know, that's stealing the American identity, right? So I think people have kind of looked at that and, and thought about, well, geez, not only is it my personal identity, but now people are kind of stealing the identity of, of Americans. And I, I'll also kind of give you a personal experience for me. I mean, I've, I've done, I'm obviously very um, concerned about my own identity because I'm in the business and so forth, and I take lots of steps to protect it. And I got that letter from the large credit bureau, right? The, and it sat on my desk, and I basically ignored it for a while. And then I opened it up, and I found that my, my credit card that I used to freeze my credit was stolen. I mean, I didn't know whether to laugh or to cry. But you know, I never thought about the fact that when I'm trying to protect my identity, that that also, that also can be a problem. So I think there's just more news cycle and more items that are brought forward that have really made people kind of more focus on the fact that uh, they need to be more concerned about how their identities are used and how companies. So it's, I think, a little predictable that data breaches have elevated unease from a survey conducted in March 18 that you did, given, again, some of the fairly egregious data breaches we've come across in, in that survey of yours, 59% also strongly agreed that it's their personal responsibility to protect their personal information. But the survey also flagged that at best, a quarter of people change their passwords every few months, and nearly half use the same or similar passwords across multiple accounts. So you've got to kind of wonder why, I mean, you know, you mentioned it yourself, there's a heightened awareness, certainly there's reached maybe a turning point in consumers' view and perception of their um identity and identity verification, but why aren't they connecting the dots between their feelings and, and the actions that are needed to fix the problem? Yeah, I think it's a it's a really good question, right? And I think part of it is it's really easy to tell someone else to go solve your problem, right, instead of solving it yourself. And um, I'll talk a little bit about, I think, how you how individuals can help solve this problem. But I think that's what's, what's happened. You know, consumers want ease of use on the internet. So they're going to say to companies, Yes, you need to protect my identity, and uh, you need to do it very tightly. And at the same point in time, they want to be able to open a bank account or you know, buy an item on the on the internet without any friction, right? So, and they don't really care that a company has fraud, right? Because most people that are conducting commerce on the internet are legitimate, and they just want a, a nice, easy process to kind of go through. So, I think it's real simple for them to say, "Hey." You, you all need to protect my identity, and you need to make the, the 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 process of me conducting business with you to be frictionless and easy, and um 
and they're they're basically requiring uh, companies to do that. And, and you know, when we see companies basically add friction, then you see tremendous fall off, right? We saw that in the survey, like 30% of the people basically abandon the process. And I think when you add friction to that, for instance, scanning your license or something like that, the fall off can go even even greater. So they they definitely have put the challenge on the enterprises, and I, I think that the way that you have to deal with that is to try to do as much as this you can with validating identities under the covers or without friction. But there are, and, and also consumers, they want ease of use relative to their own use on the internet. So, you know, I have a, you know, someone has an Amazon account and I want to be able to get into it quickly. So I, I use an easy password or I write the password down. Um, I want my kids who are at school to be able to access that account. So I don't want it to be a complex password that I might get from um, a, a password vault or so forth. I want them to be able to kind of get in and get quick, quick and easy. So, you know, when you look at the steps that you basically need to take your and protect your identity, many of which enterprises are doing today, individuals need to do the same thing and to connect all those dots. But when you, when you look at it, you need to frequently change your passwords. You need to make sure you don't have the same passwords for the same account. You shouldn't write down your passwords. Everybody should be using a password vault. It's just an easy way to basically remember passwords and it's it's secure. You need to use two-factor authentication. But even that process today is, is having problems um, with, you know, banks are basically having OTPs be intercepted um, on devices and on malware and devices. That's also causing problems relative to OTPs. But you still need to use two-factor authentication. You have to have a password on your phone, a password on your laptop. You need to freeze your credit. You'd have text alerts. So when something gets out of bounds, you get a notification. Well, those are those are all the steps that enterprises are taking relative to making smart layers and multiple layers. To ask a consumer to do that, that's a lot of work. So I, I think that's where the disconnect is, is that to protect your identity today in the marketplace, it requires layers. And it requires uh, active work on your part to basically do it. And I think that's where the disconnect is. It's like, you, you need to protect mine, but I need to make sure that it's really easy for me to kind of do what I want to do when I, when I want to do it. As expected, people surveyed considered the classic forms of PII, such as, you know, social security number and driving license to be important components of their identities. But I was shocked by how low social media ranked at just 21%. And, you know, just given how much PII is available via social media, shouldn't we be doing a better job to educate consumers how much they give away on things like Facebook and LinkedIn? Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I mean, I, I don't think people view their Facebook or LinkedIn account as financial accounts, right? So when they know they have um, their cash in an account um, or they have a credit card, there's, there is some semblance of, geez, I need to protect that, right? I need to make sure that I um, and, and perform my due diligence relative to protecting that account. I think people don't look at their social accounts on that basis and they look at more as just an ongoing conversation that they're having with people. And, you know, the education that, that, that needs to happen is you can't put data on those accounts to basically give fraudsters the ability to go in and counter what's called shared secrets or static uh, answers, right? And these are the things like what's the name of your dog or the university you went through or, and, you know, fraudsters are basically going into these accounts and establishing these accounts, uh, looking at these accounts and getting those answers and then going in and doing account takeover because banks in many cases are still using these static responses to basically do step-up authentication on accounts, right? So you're, you're traveling and you want to get into your bank account and you get what's called that shared secret. One of the things that came through in the survey that I thought was interesting 
um, was that consumers actually do like using uh, dynamic knowledge-based authentication questions, right? I think it was 90% of them found that experience to be uh, useful and easy to do. And, you know, those, those systems don't use shared secrets, right? They're using dynamic information that's coming from, um, uh, from public records and other records. So that was, I think, a good finding in the study that there are means for uh, people to basically not use data that is, is on these uh, social media accounts because I think trying to educate people relative to their daily conversations on social media is going to be extraordinarily uh, difficult to educate for that. And, you know, 21% is, is pretty low compared to the other things. And I don't really see that number moving much given how people view those accounts. Although it's interesting, I mean, again, we're in the business. We, we know that there's been a sea change in terms of the value previously in data breaches was in credit card information. And in recent times, it's PII because of the ability to do things like uh, account takeover fraud and synthetic identity fraud. So again, is, is, is that an educational issue that's somewhere missing? Do you yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, I, I think individuals need to look at their personal identity just like an enterprise looks at um, how they validate people to make sure they're legitimate, right? And that is you have to use layers. You have to use multiple data points to basically come through and, and validate somebody. And on a personal basis, you need to have multiple layers to basically create a, a, a strong identity, you know, safekeeping on, uh, you know, in conducting business on the internet. And the thing is, it's only going to get more complex and harder. I mean, we've seen that in the market over the last couple of years because the frosters, they do this for a full-time job and they're really quite good at it. And they, they collaborate and they have changing tactics. And that makes it, you know, hard for enterprises relative to having to continually adjust to that. Well, consumers need to do the same thing. And the good thing is, is just a few basic things that they can do that will make it harder for someone to basically take over their identity. And the one thing we know about frosters is, is if they get friction and they get stopped, they're not going to go after you anymore. They're going to go try to find the place where the water flows a lot easier. So, you know, it's... <laughs> almost like the bear, right, who runs the fastest. Um, but in, in this instance, having some standard controls relative to how you view, view your identity on a consumer basis is really important. And when, uh, all of us in the industry ought to take that as a, a message that we need to kind of continue to do, because if we can get both sides to be focused on this in the same way, it'll just make the experience um, for the all that much more tight, right, secure, and then we can do more and more things on a fr frictionless way, which is what the consumer wants. So, John, thank you very much for joining me today. That was John Dansu, who's the CEO at Ideology. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland.